Hello everyone and welcome to Inside Out. My guest uh, is someone who was very astute as a captain and he also showed great leadership qualities. Uh, as expected, once he retired from cricket, he went into politics. Even there, uh, he had a great record. He won three consecutive terms, uh, contesting from different parties and from different districts. Success and this person are almost synonymous. And that person is uh, none other than Arjuna Ranatunga. It's my pleasure to present to you, Arjuna, the World Cup winning captain of Sri Lanka. Welcome, Arjuna. Nice to have you on the show. Thank you for having me, Raman. And uh, you're looking good and you're looking uh, nice and bright. <laughs> we have got stuck in the houses for about uh, almost a year, so hardly have any work. So. Doesn't, doesn't feel bad anyway. Your last election result uh, came as a, became a setback. Uh, was it expected or was there some last-minute uh, uh, turn of events? No, it was more like uh, the entire party I joined recently lost uh, all the uh, electorates. And uh, it was uh, nothing to do with the personality. It is more like they were looking at the new... Uh, era for the new president and uh, I think it's one way I I don't blame anyone it's uh, it's all about uh, what people thinks and uh, now that they have realized uh, whether it is good or bad but overall I felt that it was a good break for me I played almost 20 years uh, when I was 18 I started and then uh, I was in parliament for almost 20 years so 40 years cricket and politics I get little time to spend time with my not children like big children, so uh, a little bit of my own work now. But of course, you'll take great pride in the work that you did in your earlier terms and uh, the portfolios you had. No, I was, I was, uh, uh, I, the president and the prime minister had a lot of confidence on me, and uh, I was given three major ministries within these five years. Uh, the first one was the port and aviation, uh, and the port was the most corrupted uh, organization in this country. And the unions used to run, but I could control everyone, and we started running on profits for the first time within one and a half years. Then I was shifted to the petroleum, which uh, was struggling very badly, and uh, that also we turned it around. I had a lot of issues with the unions, but I knew how to put them on the wall. And then the last one was the uh, aviation and uh, transport, which I really enjoyed. I was uh, getting uh, very comfortable transportation for the common people, which a lot of people uh, uh, thanked me. And uh, uh, I used to spend uh, 16, uh, 14 to 16 hours every day. And uh, it was like uh, I was uh, getting tired at one time. but. Uh, when you go back to people, I really enjoyed uh, working with some of these people. What are the lessons that you learned from cricket helped you in politics? Started as an 18-year-old kid. Uh, there were a lot of issues in Sri Lankan cricket, but I could everyone go the leadership and for a common goal, work uh, really well as a unit. This is the same thing. I took it for my ministries. I didn't control anyone. I was the leader and the captain in the ministries and I used to listen to a lot of people but ultimately the success I had was I was, I was taking analyzing everything and taking the right decision and it's my decision. 
what was it uh, playing for sri lanka in international cricket as a schoolboy cricketer was it uh, exciting or was it intimidating uh, i was very lucky that i could play my uh, first test match the country's first test match in 82 as a 18 year old schoolboy and no one expected me to perform and they were expecting a young boy to go out there and enjoy my cricket which i did and uh, i was lucky that i could get a get the first uh, half century for the country looked really hard uh, on my cricket and i was lucky when it comes to the 96 i had 13 committed uh, guys who were who had the same vision i had it i think it was not the best team i picked it was the most committed team i picked uh, in 96 to win the world cup yeah we'll get to that but uh, as i remember you were earmarked early on to become the captain of the sri lankan team you know after a couple of uh, seasons in international cricket they were not wrong people who backed you early on i think i was uh, brought up by uh, by my parents they were very uh, con- like they used to control us they used to tell us what is right and what is wrong and uh, they they taught us the culture of the country they taught us the good and bad and uh, i think we were guided well then i was lucky that when i got into my school in colombo the teachers was doing the same thing and my mother being a teacher so we had to uh, go through all the discipline process we had so it helped me by the time i got into the international uh, cricket thing and um, i was identified as a i i was first when i played i played as a left hand batsman they couldn't find a left hander for the first test match that was the luck i had and then when it comes to the latter part they identified my leadership by appointing me when i was about 21 i was appointed as a vice captain to dulip mendis and uh, then uh, it was long story then I, by 88 i took over for almost uh, 10 years i had to uh, lead the country school cricket was a breeding ground for sri lankan cricket those days does it continue to be the same now not at all i think that's uh, one of the disappointment i have like when i was at the cricket board in 2008 i was trying to get uh, school cricket uh, the standard uh, into a different line i think that was the platform we all had like it was more like the foundation but unfortunately when you go and watch school cricket you those days you could find aravind de silvas uh, mahanamas murulis jasuriyas then latapat sangakaras and um, not much sangakara but mahela we identified them when they were playing for the school but unfortunately it doesn't happen anymore there are a lot of cricketers are playing but uh, you can't find a single guy uh, to play for the uh, play for the division 1 club even today so the cricket standard has gone down in school level that was a pretty uh, unfortunate but uh, one good thing raman that we are very lucky we produce people from nowhere producing cricketers even even the school standard the club standard has gone down but uh, we still can manage uh, compete with some of the top countries you have been busy in your politics uh, have you had the time to follow what's going on in sri lankan cricket in recent years not not from 2015 to 2020 it was a hectic time i had especially with the ministry work but uh, i when i used to have little time i could uh, i used to watch little bit of 
TV, but uh, I haven't been to a cricket ground for almost like five years. It was something I was missing, but uh, the responsibility was too much for me to take a day or two off, uh, even to enjoy cricket. And once in a way, I used to go and play a Masters game just for a charity thing. But overall, it was uh, it was the commitment I had for the government and the country at that time. So, but now, especially in the last uh, couple of uh, months, started watching India playing Australia. Then uh, so I watched a couple of uh, New Zealand games, uh, and uh, the COVID has given me little time to go back to my uh, first love, and uh, and I spent little time watching even. Uh, I watched the uh, uh, three 2020s and even the three one days Australia Indian thing. And the Sri Lankan Premier League has started, which uh, I haven't had time to watch. But overall, now that I uh, get into a little bit of cricket and I'm planning to uh, write my book now that I have a little more time, which I have been neglected very badly. And now that my daughter has come back from States, uh, finishing the um, um, degree and the masters, so she's going to help me to write the book. So next year I'll be a little busy finishing my book. Ah, that'll be interesting. I look forward to reading it. Uh, the thing is that the things have been a little bit up and down in Sri Lankan cricket uh, in recent times. There's always been a lot of talent, but do you think uh, there's a lack of leadership now? I think. Uh, there was a pattern. I, I, if you go, if I go back to 1980s, like when I got into the side, the national cricket team was controlled or managed by two, three top players. Like as example, we'll say, uh, Julie Pan Royders was uh, controlling cricket for about two, three years. Then we joined as a uh, younger guys. Then straight away got into responsibilities. And Madugal and I took over. For about a year or two, at that time, Raman used to be cricketers. Like Jayasurya was brought in to lead. Then, uh, then we had uh, players like Roshan and Hashan, who had a lot of leadership qualities. And then we grew Marvan Atapattu when we were uh, uh, seniors. And unfortunately, uh, after Sanat and Marvan, they brought uh, players like Dilshan, uh, Sangakar, and Mahela. And uh, when Mahela and Sangakar took over the leadership. We never had uh, younger guys who got a proper uh, uh, decent chance to groom themselves for the national side. That's where the lack of leadership and the quality went down. And uh, still, I, I personally, when I looked at some of these cricketers, they have a lot of talent, but uh, I feel the commitment is not there. And uh, you need a strong lead, especially when it comes to Asian cricket. We are used to a system where we are controlled. Even when we are, uh, when we were kids, we were controlled or monitored by parents, then the teachers, and that particular culture. I don't think we we need to change that. You you take Kohli has become a lot of people say he looks an arrogant cricketer, but I like his style. Even the the Gangulis changed the entire concept in uh, India. So you need to have a little bit of aggression, but I'm not saying. Aggression, but you, when you are a leader, you need to control yourself, you need to control the team. But most important thing is if you can get everyone together to go for a common goal, that is the thing we are lacking at the moment. I think they need one more Rajna Rana Tunga at the moment. 
Uh, you hit a purple patch. You hit a purple patch as a captain in the mid '90s with a win away in New Zealand, away in Pakistan. Uh, that obviously augured well when you went into the World Cup, didn't it? Like uh, uh, the planning started in 1984. I think it was almost like one and a half years to close to two years. We were looking at the players. I I targeted 20 cricketers uh, for one and a half years, maybe looking at the World Cup. The only exceptional guy who came from outside was Pavan Adapattu. He was not in my first uh, 20 when I picked the 20 in the 1994-95. And but he was getting a lot of runs, and we we looked at him in a different uh, uh, way. Where we, if something happens to someone like Guru Singh, whether we have a replacement. But uh, luckily, that particular planning went up. Uh, the planning properly. The things came back to uh, uh, came back to a very positive manner in our our cricket, and it was uh, it was very pleasing, especially when you work hard on a target, and even after a couple of years, if you could achieve at least that, if you can get close to achieving, that's uh, more than enough. As you got into the World Cup campaign in 1996, now where did you expect to go? Let's have an honest answer, Rajna. Did you really fancy your chances of winning the cup? No, not at no, not we. I personally, I knew that we had a very close call uh, because that we were playing in Asia, and we were playing so well, especially with uh, the new concept where we brought uh, Jai Surya and Kaluvitarana to go after bowling. A lot of people used to ask me why you did that. May it's mainly I pushed Roshan Mahanama to the middle. Uh, Guru Singh had to do the anchor role and Aravinda, we kept him going. We never put any pressure on Aravinda. We knew if Aravinda is going to perform, that is where we are going to end up winning the World Cup. Because he always said he's one of the most talented batsmen I have ever come across in entire cricketing career. I, I still feel that he was the best. Uh, maybe with Roy Dias, he was the best batsman produced in this country. So we, we wanted to keep him clean, calm, no pressure. We have him to do whatever he wants to do, but uh, the, from Guru Singh to Roshan Mahanana and Hashan Tilakarat, and I was batting at number five. So the burden, the entire batting burden, we used to take. So when sometimes you you had to bat at the 40th over and go and hit, sometimes you had to go at uh, go at the 10th over and try to uh, consolidate. So luckily, Roshan, Hashan, and myself had that uh, uh, planning going, and. Uh, uh, when it comes to the World Cup, the when we won against India in the in Delhi after chasing something like 218, that's the day the younger guys came and told me, Skip, we, we have a very good chance of winning this World Cup. And that message I didn't tell them. I always showed them the path, I always showed them the road. But I wanted them to believe that we are a very good side, whether we can end up on the top, which I didn't want to tell them. So, what inspired you to let uh, Kalu and Sanath as loose cannons? Because Sanath was batting lower down the order, Kalu was batting lower down the order. What inspired you to make them open and then go after the bowlers? Now, when you analyze our side, we were very strong in the middle, pushing Mahanama to the middle. We had to capitalize on the first 15 overs, which we tried with Sanath in uh, Saja. Then. Uh, we tried 
to just go the work and ask everything. I felt Alu, Alu was batting at number seven. He was getting a good 30, 35, 40s, but uh, couldn't capitalize his talent. So we, I got him to my room and I told him, uh, Alu, why don't you think of opening? The the answer I got was, I have never opened. So I said, doesn't matter. I'll give you a blanket policy where you go and get me 100 runs in the first 15 overs with Sanat. Even if you get out, I don't care because I knew that if even like if you take the Semi-finals against India, we lost two wickets uh, without any runs on the board. Both the openers got out, but we had batting up to number seven, solid batting. Then we had two guys like Darmasen and Waskut bat. The other thing you did very shrewdly was to ha- have batters who could bowl a little bit. You know, Arab could bowl a little bit, Gurusinha could bowl a little bit, Sanath of course started off as a spinner. You could roll your arm over. That was something you did brilliantly, like Kapil Dev did in '83. You had a lot of multi-dimensional cricketers in the side. Yeah, that is one of the targets we had. I, I, I was inspired when I was young. When I went, when I played my first World Cup in '83, I was wondering how Kapil could win a World Cup with with such pieces of cricketers. And then I realized the value of a batter who could bowl, a bowler who could bat. So we were promoting, like we were promoting Sanat to be a better bat than a bowler. Aravind could bowl and Gurusinha could bowl. Uh, the only only person who couldn't bowl as a batsman was Sushant Mahanama. And uh, out of my bowlers, Murali was awful, but uh, he couldn't handle the bat. So we insist on <laughs> we insist on their batting. Like after the day's play, we put them into the bowling machine. Get them to bat for forty-five minutes. So we always say that uh, even if you are a good bowler, your place is not certain if you can't bat properly. And the fielding was the key factor then. Especially, I come back to the fielding. Uh, the fielding standard went up uh, mainly because we started getting fit. We started losing a lot of unwanted uh, extra weight we had, and uh, that I, I still say that Alex Kuntur, who came from Australia as the physio. Control us and got got our fitness standard into a level where our batting standard comes up and our bowling standard comes up, and and uh, we were a brilliant fielding side because that we we started getting fit. Let me get to the other facet of Arjuna Rana Tunga. The remarkable thing about you was that um, you could you know get into an altercation, you could wind up people on the field, but that didn't affect you at all. I think that was some gift I had. I always knew that whenever I walk without running, the opposition gets angry. They, I always wanted them to get angry with. They tried to provoke a young Sri Lankan cricket team in the early 80s. Then uh, no one gave them back. And uh, suddenly, when we realized that they can't also take this thing, uh, when they are getting, they are also getting panic, uh, especially at the World Cup finals. We realized that they were panicked more than us. They were, they were, they started playing the World Cup finals maybe about a day before the finals, and we were not bothered. Uh, we we decided to play the finals just after the toss. Till then, we never took that seriously apart from the team meetings. And uh, we went out for dinner. We had fun. Uh, in mornings, we went out for a. Uh, there was a carpet exhibition which all of us went and had fun. Your relationship with Shane Warne was equally enthralling off the field. 
but presumably both of you had a healthy respect for each other's ability i think it's all about how you do handle people like we knew that he was a very good bowler and guy who who win games australia so we had to count attack him in a different uh, way and we i never thought he got panic he, he got really panic in the final and i never expected him to get panic being a so called a match winning bowler but uh, overall it was uh, uh, i still respect him as one of the greatest uh, i have seen but uh, as a left hand i'm sure you will agree with me that uh, we have a advantage playing the leg spinners i never had a problem with won uh, after the world cup drive uh, sri lanka won at the oval as well but what did not go right in the 99 world cup campaign it was a very experienced team they have been playing together for a while what did not happen right in 99 world cup i thought we by the time we came to the 99 world cup we had a lot of issues in the team like there were uh, administration issues like the cricket board was trying to promote too many players to take over the leadership it was more like a uh, in 96 i will say we had a family together who played a fine play played a tournament but we had different uh, sort of cricketers when i took over the 99 they they were controlled by outside elements uh for the for the world cup some some just wanted to participate like we never apart from maybe four five guys others were not not focused enough when we went there and the conditions were not, never suited us from the first day a lot of things went against us that's not excuse i give but generally we we never played good cricket at all talk us through the murli incident in the early 90s in australia I saw Murali when he was playing uh, for his school. I can remember I went and saw him. Uh, I didn't get out, get, get down from my vehicle. I was in the vehicle and watched him bowling. And then I realized that uh, he, he looks very talented. I brought him to the squad. We allowed him to <coughs> bowl at us at uh, nets. Straight away we picked him. We knew that he is a match winner. So by the time we go to Australia. we knew that there will be issues it happened in 95 96 but we were we were not uh, we never thought that it will happen and it was more like a shock to us in uh, uh, 95 96 by the time we come to 98 uh, tour uh, we expect that someone to maybe call murali or warn murali but we never expected someone to straight away come and uh, uh calling in a in a one day game because we discussed this matter with the uh, acb we discussed this matter with the icc and he was cleared by the icc uh, bowling committee and uh, we never expected that to happen but it was more like uh i took some decisions which a lot of people might not agree but if i didn't do that i knew murali's career might have been over and it was more like i never took the team out i took the team to the boundary line and i went out i knew that if they were going to punish they will punish me rather than the team expecting uh, the umpire to come and speak to the captain before he calls and it did never happen uh, when he raised the arm and said no ball from the leg the umpire side i thought there were more fielders three fielders behind the uh, behind the crease on the leg leg side then i then he started uh, waving the arm saying it was the elbow then only the control, uh, the controversial issue started so it big big 
kept it going. I was arguing with him. I was telling him why he didn't inform me rather than just coming and uh, do do the, such a thing. So the ultimately we went to the boundary line. We showed dissent, came back, and the the lucky thing was that we could win that game after chasing something like three hundred runs. Yeah, that must have been uh, a big challenge for the team. You know, having had to go through this uh, incident and then uh, make a match out of it and go on to win. Uh, after you retired from cricket, you had a stint with the uh, Sri Lankan Cricket Board as the chairman. How enjoyable was that experience? No, it was very challenging, and I was lucky that I had a couple of uh, good administrators, like good two two top businessmen in the country, came to help me. Then cricket part was looked after by Aravind and Gaidi Alvis, who passed away a couple of years back. And um, then I had a lot of support from the cricketers, like uh, Michael Tisera, Sanudra Tenokons, the past greats. Then uh, Dulip Mendis was the uh, cricket board CEO, and uh, Ashanta Dimel uh, was the chairman selection committee. So we were focusing. I was more focusing on uh, cricket administration. Was I was handling the administration as well, but. i was more focusing on the cricket and the cricketers rather than the administration part and i had a we we, we had a very good run that's the first time uh, the cricket board uh, looked looked after the school cricket we we had something like 430 or 40 schools playing cricket in the country and not a single year the cricket school, school cricket was given a bat or a ball so we distributed almost like 450 senior cricket bags and the junior cricket bags uh, for the schools that's we were then we went into the coaching uh, there were coaches uh, doing coaching in schools without any training or without a knowledge so we uh, wanted them to do a uh, exam whoever is going to get into a field to coach someone there has to be a, a document with him to uh, coach the cricketer so we did lot of things but i couldn't uh, Stay in the board. I had a lot of issues with that. So a former sports minister, he removed me. Then I had to go to courts, fought with him. Then so things happen. Like it was more like uh, it was so unfortunate. Like if I had a maybe about a year more, uh, then we, I was looking at 2011 World Cup where uh, we came to the finals. But the planning came from 2008. But uh, unfortunate that we had to leave a little early. The tour of Pakistan around that time did not go well, did it? It was a horrible experience for the place. That particular tour, I was at the cricket board, and we had a tour one day tour earlier, and I was the ACC chairman as well. So I I can remember that uh, PCB invited me before the Asia Cup. Uh, we played in uh, Pakistan, and they had a lot. Really good top-class security system. I was removed from the cricket board, and uh, after that, uh, only then we had the test series, which uh, was a disaster. Uh, I don't know whether the people who ran cricket at that time was looking at the security part, and uh, they were more like just uh, going through the motions or the systems. And I, I, I can remember I went personally uh, to inspect the security before the Asia Cup final, the Asia Cup uh, tournament. And the one-day tournament, which we never had anything. The security was perfect, but uh, there were some uh, 
issues happened when uh, I think a lot of cricketers came and told me the security at the, the Asia Cup and the one-day tournament was perfect. But when it comes to the test series, that uh, the security was not uh, very well looked after. So I, I think I'm not blaming uh, the PCB or the uh, the Pakistan government. It was us. We should. Would you have enjoyed playing the T20 format? What are your views on that format, especially? Tell you honestly, I didn't like the T20 to start with. I thought uh, we will be ruining the uh, traditional cricket, which I always cherish. But now people want 2020. It's, it's all about, uh, uh, I don't know what, how to analyze that. But now, I, now that I have realized a lot of, I think most of them will prefer to play 2020 now rather than the only, only issue I see with these uh, leagues, whether it is India, Pakistan, or even Sri Lanka now, a lot of cricketers are looking at playing and earning money through the leagues rather than giving a commitment to your country. I can't see it happening. I'm not saying, I'm not blaming it. All the players, there are players, whether they play for the country or the uh, state or even a club, they give the same commitment. But there are younger guys who are looking at getting benefited very quickly financially and finish the career. Now, in our days, we were not looking at the money part. We were looking at how to win games, how to win for the country. That particular concept might have gone from some of the younger players. I'm not putting all the players into that uh, category, but uh, majority looking at easy, easy passage, passage. But it's very popular. And I watch uh, 2020. But my major worry is maybe another, maybe five, six years, maybe 10 years time, whether we will have proper technical, correct players from like now take India and I was so blessed when we played, when I played my first Indian game in India, uh, Sunil was playing, Gundapa Vishwanath was playing, Amaranath was playing, then we had Tendulkas, Dravids, Asuradins, you all, you, you take you, you had a perfect technique. Now you take some of these Indian cricketers, maybe apart from one or two, they still struggle with uh, their technique. I don't know. So this is where I'm little concerned whether uh, the traditional longer version will die. But look at in England or Australia, they, they still uh, have a lot of people watching. I'm glad that Indians uh, comes and watch the longer version. But take Sri Lanka, we hardly get any crowds when we are playing test matches now. Do you see the Lankan Premier League, even though it's early days, do you see that benefiting um, Sri Lankan cricket in the overall scheme of things? This particular time, I don't know, because there are more uh, retired players than the present players playing. I was wondering why they didn't ask Samad Jayasuri and Aravinda Disilla to play the Premier League in <laughs> rather than some of the guys who have been playing after 10 years. How to shift how EPL to Dubai, but overall, people need to be there. I don't know. I love people watching cricket when I'm playing. I, I hate uh, empty stadiums. I that's something I don't know how players are going to adjust now with the feel that taking over. I hope that uh, we will be having proper cricketers produced, especially in India, Sri Lanka, and maybe even in Pakistan. Now, I can't see a single Aravinda Di Silva or Roy Dias, maybe Jayavardhanas or Sangakaras 
produced in the last three four years, especially with the shorter version. And you take Kohli out from uh, uh, maybe uh, one or two players out from the Indian side, they are struggling with their technique. So this is something uh, I, I think some of these cricket boards have to uh, put their minds into it and get get the technique right as well when you are looking at 2020. Uh, tell me, Arjuna, what qualities of yours helped you to be successful uh, as a leader and as a captain? It's uh, I I see if you can get your players to be committed. It doesn't have to be the players, even an organization. If you know that uh, you run for a goal, you run for a target, and if everyone, not even one, should not look at the other side, like they, you need to. Uh, Convince them to convince them saying that you talk sense. It's not rubbish. You talk sense. This is where we can go and we are going there. And uh, that was the most difficult part I had when I took over the captaincy. And it was more like uh, it's uh, uh, how, how I can uh, it's, it's more like you go uh, the losing part, how the country loses, the, how public loses interest. So those things, it took, it took a lot of time for me to uh, educate our cricketers. And uh, I, I think that is where a leader should, uh, there can be a lot of captains, but uh, leadership, I'm, I won't say born leaders, there can be born leaders, but even the born leaders won't be able to handle it properly if you are not properly positive, if you are not focused, if you can't get best out of the others, then you won't be a leader. Will we sometime in the future see Arjuna Rana Tunga doing what Imran Khan has done? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, like even the last uh, 2015 election, um, I was one of the preferred candidates before the former president uh, came into the scene. But uh, I, I take my life uh, step by step, Ramanam. Uh, if I can do something good for the country, I will do it. Otherwise, I'll just stay aside and do my own thing. But overall, I'm quite happy I was in the parliament. I did a lot of work uh, in uh, different electorates. But I have a problem. If I don't see leaders, uh, proper leaders, then I don't stay with them. That is one of my issues. Like if I feel them, they are not doing justice for the country. If, they are, if I see them corrupt or if they are not doing the right thing for the entire community and I won't be able to sit with them. That is one of my, I don't know whether it's a weakness or a strong case, but uh, that is where I, I had to give up some of my leaders uh, I used to work with. But overall, you never know. You never know. I, I might be the leader of this country one day. If I get the job, I know I, I can handle it properly. No, but as far as politics is concerned, age is still on your side. It could still happen. It can happen. I, I think uh, it's all about what people need. Even we have a problem in this country. We have a leadership problem in our country. We hardly have leaders who uh, can uh, guide the country to the next level, which uh, has been neglected so badly. There were so, so many good leaders. But when you have the good leaders who can run a country, people doesn't trust them. The people trust some of the politicians who are who can be corrupt, who can be showmans, but they, they trust them. So that is where like 
you take all over the world especially in the asian subcontinent a lot of people who can run the country are not the most popular guys people who can run the country may be the most popular guys in the, their country any plans at all uh, to make a comeback as a cricket administrator problem we face here raman like if i go and contest in election i'm going to lose i contested three elections the first election i didn't get my own club didn't vote for me so it's a, it's a corrupted mafia uh, system we have with the cricket boards so it's all about you have to pay them you have to bribe them which i don't do and you hardly win a election so that is the problem i always analyze how that i lot of people came and spoke to me regarding even the present some of the present government uh, top guys spoke to me whether i would like to get into cricket i haven't given them a green light but uh, if i get a chance if i feel that i can get into the board and do something without it having interference maybe a year or two i might uh, try to get cricket right yeah look forward to that arjuna coming back into cricket and you know doing something uh, for sri lankan cricket now finally a piece of advice to the younger generation i think uh, what i don't see from the younger generation the commitment the some of the senior cricketers when i when i look at some of the senior cricketers when i was a kid the commitment the dedication uh, you need to be committed when you are playing for your club or a state or maybe in the national side you have to have that commitment going you have to have the dedication going you have to be uh, working some some people might have to work very hard uh, some people might not have to work very hard to achieve top but it's it's all about when you are doing something you have to give your best and uh, uh, wait for the proper results thanks a lot ajna thanks a lot for your time as always it was uh, delightful to chat with you and i wish you all the very best in the future not only to you but also to your family thank you ram nice to see you after long long time and uh, thank you for having me in your program good yes. to you lovely thank you there it was the man who's done it all who's changed the face of sri lankan cricket uh, he shared his experience as usual he was forthright in his views i'm sure you would have enjoyed the chat until i catch up with you next time stay safe and stay healthy and good night